Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for, for On the, the Mark. Mark. Mark, Mark Lawrence, Lawrence and, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome <laughs> on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Are Mr. You really? Mr. Joe. Can you prove that? Directly across from me. I, I don't believe you are Mark Lawrence. I don't believe in picture idea <laughs> on the radio shows. So. Or in voting either. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't want no, anybody no, to no. vote with the right <laughs> name. We don't. Oh, oh we, we have Sammy on the other side of oh, the glass. Good Sam morning, Tyler. Sammy. Wow, lucky us. Okay. She's screening our first caller of the day, so Eric will get through with or his angry Stan. man impersonation. <laughs> no, I think it's Eric. Oh, you're right. Um, okay, so we got a couple of emails pending. Got a fabulous producer there. I was introducing Joe, who uh, always wears a necktie to On the Mark. Never. So he, in case uh, you get an opportunity. It's one of the few times I've put on a suit since I retired. Do you have? Where's your jacket? It's in the car. Oh, okay. I didn't feel the need to impress you in here. And I see this is a suspenders day for you, so we, <laughs> we are from the sublime to the ridiculous. Okay, Annie. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Sunbury Motors sponsors the WKOK On The Mark show. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. I'm going to tell you about a Ford Bronco once Joe leaves. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We'd love to hear from you today. Let's see. We've been talking about the uh, January 6th committee from town. <laughs> to time, and uh, the changes in gun laws that are coming, the abortion ruling from the U.S. Supreme Court, the new uh, ultra-right wing wing of the U.S. Supreme Court. But today, the big topic is this testimony from uh, an assistant to uh, the chief of staff, Mark Meadows. Well, that would be the January 6th category January 6th category, right. That's the big news today. She okay. claims, among other things, and this is where I have a problem with the fact that it hasn't been balanced there. She claims that the President Trump tried to grab the steering wheel of the, uh, the the beast, if you will call it. I think that's what right. they call it. Yep. Uh, tribe when they found out they weren't taking him to the Capitol and then allegedly assaulted one of his guards uh, because the guy they wouldn't take him to the Capitol the what way he, where he wanted Secret to go. Does the Secret Service corroborate this? Actually, they say that the two agents involved are willing to swear under oath it never happened. Okay. But, you know, when you get, uh, what's his name? The Pencil Neck Geek. I can't think of his name at the moment. That's what Meadows? they called him. No, somebody called him a Pencil Neck Geek. Uh, um, head of the uh, um, Intelligence Committee. Uh, do, 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 do. Can't think of his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two old white men trying to remember, trying to remember old somebody. names. Oh, yeah, this oh, is yeah I, I'll think of it. But, you know, he was on the air saying this morning, oh, she's credible. Well, she may well be, but she was reciting something that she was told, not something she saw or heard. And, you know, as they didn't call the two, wit, two, uh, and two agents involved to testify under oath that it didn't happen. 
That's what's unfair about this process. Okay. Not that Trump's behavior is exemplary. My God, the more I hear about it, the more frightening it (laughs) becomes. What about the ketchup on the wall? Anybody corroborating Uh, that yet? I don't know, but that one seems entirely plausible to me. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Only because we've sort of grown accustomed to this. All right, so the January 6th testimony yesterday, but Joe says the Secret Service says at least grabbing the steering wheel and grabbing of the Secret Service are are not being corroborated and essentially being denied by the Secret Service, so that adds to that. Uh, We'd love to hear your view on these and other topics, so call us now, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236, but if you do, you got to include the keyword OTM. Eric is on the line. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. I've noticed on this show that this show and or people calling in have are pretty big on the uh, IST part of things. IST. Uh, I noticed that when people call in, if you're not a conservative view, you are labeled a communist or a socialist. <laughs> well, yesterday on the show, uh, someone said that I portray myself as a psychologist. I never did that. I never said I was a psychologist. I never said I'm licensed. What I did say, and the truth is, Mark, that I do have a degree in developmental psychology. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. So, zing, Mark, I, I was not saying that in jest. Well, and I, I have spent 34 years of my career working with people with exceptionalities, including developmental disabilities. So I have some knowledge of, of and also worked privately with youth my whole entire life. Thought, and so I, I do have some knowledge of things like that. All right. Sorry about that. Okay, that's okay. So, um, so getting back to the person who called me out for calling Mr. The Kid, I called him Crazy Kid, and I, I was using that euphemistically, saying, you know, kids do crazy things. At that point, we're not calling them clinically psychotic, saying crazy, okay? But I will uh, share information about this young gentleman, and I know I'm going back a little bit, but I'm trying to defend some of my perspectives and points of view. So, um, this teenager, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, and I I was incorrect, it was not in Minnesota, it was in Wisconsin, he left his house in Illinois, drove 30 minutes, and he is a 17-year-old, so that falls under my concern. Now, again, (laughs) uh, he was let off because that 18-year-olds are allowed to carry firearms, any kind, but he's 17-year-olds, but apparently the court let that go by. Um, I, I'm saying he acted, if not crazy, in a very crazy-like manner from what he did. And I'm going to ask Joe a question here. <laughs> Joe, if you had a 17-year-old brandishing a semi-automatic weapon walking down a street in Shemokin Dam, would not that bear some investigation... <laughs> Oh, no, we have that all the time. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so that happens occurrence. all the time in Shemokin Dam. Sure, I'm, I'm, we just have everybody armed. No, obviously, okay. it's, not, it's not the best possible scenario. Uh, but on the other hand, whether he was there with a gun or not is immaterial to the question of whether he acted inappropriately with it. Was he, okay. in fact, attacked? If he was, did he have the right to defend himself? Apparently, a jury believe he was attacked, and they believe he defended himself appropriately. But would you, if that was your son, would you have said, you know what, this is a good idea. Go ahead and, and go there, and don't expect anything to happen when you're in the middle of other people, a lot of who are unarmed. And yes, 
my goodness, that that person with the skateboard is swinging at him. So there, so there was there was good reason to, to pull him full of lead. But it, it just it, it's not a good idea. And and again, I get back to my my. My grant's not a good idea. To the fact that the kids, up to and even past age twenty one, their brains are not fully developed to the point where they recognize and fully understand danger. And that that again is my perspective as a non non clinical. I'm not a licensed psychologist, but I have a lot of knowledge of, of the developmental process and of of actions of kids, and and that is my theory and my backing of why we should not allow people under 21 who cannot drink and who cannot own a handgun to just run out and purchase a semi-automatic rifle. And I know Stan will call in and say, well, it is their constitutional right and so forth. But, okay, so is it not my constitutional right to have a drink under age 21? Is it not my constitutional right to have a handgun under 21? But our society has understood that it is not a good idea because why? Because they're too young and too inexperienced to do it. So why are we allowing them to still purchase these rifles, which can increase, do tremendous harm, and, and just say it's, it's okay? But it's the, the, you've got to realize, first of all, that there's no constitutional guarantee for you to have a drink. There is a constitutional guarantee to bear arms, and it does not specify an age. Now, that, I think, is legitimate. I agree with you completely. It's legitimate to put that some kind of restriction on the age of people who are allowed to have weapons. I don't have any argument with that at all. Well, and I think that what you have now is the nation is slowly examining this. AR-15s are a new phenomenon. School shootings of the significant mass or other shootings they were having are relatively new. Yes, we've had shootings since the start of time. As soon as firearms came to being, you know, somebody would use one to kill more than one person. I get that. But uh, a lot of folks think it's out of control. And particularly since we do have regulations that relate to guns, so now is the time that maybe we can examine these. We'll see if the changes that were made now work, So, and we'll get a better look at red flag logs and whether they work where they are being used. You know, it's hard to prove that they do, but we certainly know that, you know, maybe maybe some of the rates of violence or something changed that they can look at going up or down or something along that line. So these are all common sense changes sure. that, uh, you know, this is a growth area for us. Yes, you can get drafted into the military and get an actual machine gun, but not until you have extensive training, monitoring, supervision, and if you do anything out of the ordinary, unusual or strange, or hurt someone else, out the door you go. But, you know, in mental health, there was no guarantee. Look at that Marine, or no, it was an Army major, a psychiatrist, who shot and killed a bunch of people over religious fanaticism. You know, so... Right, and, and my, my concern should he is, have had yeah, a we gun? Have, should he have had have a gun? We have red flag laws. Now we're going to look into kids' past, but... All of them no, you're, don't miss, you're have missing a my point. Task. You're missing my point. Here was a psychiatrist who apparently oh, is oh, determining other people's mental health, and he was not <laughs> apparently right. Well, people who are trained in psychology or psychiatry are not above having doing crazy things. My last point, because I know my time is up, but I, I will back my <laughs> not <euphemistic>. literally <laughs> long. Okay, <laughs> I hope not. Uh, my euphemistically calling this kid crazy is he was a high school dropout. As a result of that, he could not become a police officer. Okay, but he he had on the internet portrayed himself in a police outfit, was had all kinds of pictures of cops and so forth, and and said he was going up there to defend and and to guard. My job is to guard buildings. Okay, so he was trying to act like a police officer. 
Mm. Okay? And that is definitely strange behavior, I would think. Right. Knowing you're going into an area where people are going to be, you know, and granted, he may have had a great duty and whatever, but it is definitely, definitely strange behavior. All right. We got you, Eric. Thank you so much Thanks, for calling Eric. in. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. All right. 1 800 795 9565. Call related to our weapons policies that are being changed in the U.S. Why don't we do one of these emails and then. Okay. EB's got diarrhea of the fingers today. Uh, he's, got, he's got a long one here and a short oh, one. Oh, this <laughs> relates to the coats that well, uh, yeah, one is U.S. Supreme both Court. Both of them are relatively uh, time timely as far as their content. Let's start with. Uh, we'll start with the Supreme Court. EB says the Supreme Court has ruled that it's okay for teachers and coaches to lead students in prayer at school or have prayer in their classrooms. I'm a teacher in the Shikalimi School District, and I fully intend to include a Muslim prayer and a reading from the Quran for all my students every morning, oh, starting with the upcoming school year. My thanks to the conservative court justices for making this possible. Finally, I can start shoving my religious beliefs down children's throats just as the wingnut evangelicals. EB, that's not exactly what the Supreme Court ruled. You have to, you know, talk about somebody who's just so surfacely biased against anybody who's conservative <laughs> or Republican, and they don't hear everything, and they really kind of make themselves kind of foolish. What the Supreme Court ruled was that this teacher was at a point in time where he was not responsible for students, where everybody on the faculty was free to do something else with their time. They could have been uh, lighting a cigarette, or if that was permissible, they could have been walking not around. Not on school property, no, no they that's been, prohibited. They could have been talking to friends or something else. He was not in charge of students, and it was after the game was over, and they ruled that he could do that. Not to allow him to do that would be to say that somebody who is a Christian and wanted to say a blessing over their food, they could be stopped. So it's not like they gave carte blanche to you to start teaching religion or shoving your religious beliefs down people's throats, E.B. That's not what they decided at all. You really ought to look at these things before you write an email like this. Well, can you not argue, though, that school property is dedicated to one thing and one thing only, and that's the education of students or the mentoring of students or, in this case, athletic competition students and that is its one sole and only purpose. As E.B. says, wisely, I think, anyway, that if, if they're going to have a Muslim prayer there every day, that, you know, that's where they're going to do their call to prayer and, and, you know, sound the horn and hundreds of Muslims will gather at the field because now the school property is free and open to use for any that's religious activity at all. That's not what the Supreme Court said. What did they say? They said, what I just said, did you hear me? They said that he was not responsible for students. It was at a time when, you know, the faculty was free to do whatever they were going to do. It was their own time. And all he did was choose to kneel down and offer a prayer in the center of the football field. No, I think the school district wisely fired him because one of the things that happens with a coach when your kids are around, they're still around after the game, is that you're a mentor to them. What if... Uh, if Joe Paterno, after the game, even though the players are still in the stadium, went out to the middle of the field and went on a vulgar, profane <laughs> diatribe at the end of every game, especially the ones he lost, and talked about the refs and said all these foul, rotten things, the Penn State would still fire him because you're always on. And the same for a high school coach. You're on. You're still the mentor. Students are still looking up at you. It's still school property, and there's well, no place for Christian prayer on it. 
Well, is there a place for any for prayer? any religious prayer? No, get your religiosity out of the school. So you don't want to shove it down people's throats. Well, how is it shoving down people's throats that he took a knee in the center of the field after a football game and said a little prayer? He didn't scream it over the PA system, as you suggested Joe Paterno might if he lost well, it the game. Really, it doesn't specifically he say that He wasn't out there saying, oh, prayer. Jesus, please save all, save me and save my football team. He was quietly praying. Well, I, I'll say it he again been to play, you, He could have been playing the Koran. Hello. <laughs> I'm going to say this slowly so you can get it. Please do. School property is not for religious activity under any circumstances at all whatsoever. So, in other words, let's say they rented the football field for a religious rally. That would be wrong. Well, I guess if it's available on the weekends. Oh, but you just said it was all only for one purpose, school. (laughs) You're right. But I think on school time, as part of school activities. It wasn't school time. The game was over. It doesn't matter. It's still the (laughs) end of a game. There's still people around. The students are still around. His students started gathering around him. No, they didn't. They agreed. Yes, they did. After a while, they started gathering at the same time because it was him doing it. And it was their choice. Right. But I Think but he didn't collect them. He didn't collectively the urge them into the center coach of the field. endorses a specific <laughs> religion, which the school district should have no part of. Look, I, I think the Supreme Court missed this one. I'm very cognizant of all the nuances of this and why they said it, and, and I get that. I certainly understand how a conservative viewpoint to, that isn't worried about forcing religion down people's throats could say that, okay, it's okay to do that. I just am a purist at this. I think the Founding Fathers wanted us to keep our public entities away from our religion. So entities I'm in the football field, that. and the, I see a man down on his knees praying in the center of the field. How is that shoving it down my throat? Just out, you you love on the okay. left love to use that shoving it down right. your throat. Well, How if, is that shoving it down my what throat? What if that was your father doing that? Not just a random individual in a random day. What if it's your father doing this every day? Are you not going to look up to him and say, "Oh my gosh, this was maybe one of the good ways to behave"? Well, let me let me ask you this. No, answer As the, the question. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm going to answer it, but I'm going to answer it by making a statement. If there is a, a, what do you call it, not a quid pro quo, but if there is some compelling thing I take from seeing that man praying, is it a bad thing I'm likely to take? As opposed to your example of Joe Paterno in the middle of the field cursing and swearing because he lost the game. If I'm going to emulate somebody, would I rather be better off emulating someone who knelt quietly in prayer or a man who yelled and screamed and hysterically ranted and raved? I will give you that. If you're going to force religion down students' throats, it should be the Christian religion. I'll agree with you there. So you're saying it's, say it it's okay to, to violate didn't the property. didn't say it had to be Christian. You're saying it's okay to violate the property and the law as long as it's a good thing you're talking about. That's not what our school properties are for. But you, I'm asking how it, and you never answered my question, how it's shoving down somebody's throat. Because the man is not an objective uh, uh, leader of the school or the students. He's a coach, and so everything he does as part of his coaching career is something the students see and emulate, and they did start it together with well, him. Suppose it was the band director. All right. Now, would that be awful? I mean, the band director walked out in the center of the field and said a prayer. So you're Does saying, he not lead children? No, so what? you're saying the band director is not an educator of students? No, but you're saying you're saying some this coach had some special charisma that led everybody to follow him blindly down the path of one religion. Hey, yeah, boy. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Join our conversation. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. 
You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. It was Adam Schiff I was trying to think of. That's the pencil neck geek. Pencil neck. Why do you call him that? Somebody called him that on TV one day. Somebody so was opposed l- to something he said. He called him, well, he's just a pencil neck geek. And you love name calling all of a sudden? That's no, not but your it's, forte. I can remember that more easily than I can oh. remember his name. Okay. Well, that's true. You couldn't think of his name, but you knew of his uh, nickname. All right, upper right-hand coach, and then the callers Upper take right-hand over. coach. Uh, well, you have, obviously, well, you have this on your mind. Thank uh, you. AB's back with us. He says, so a football coach publicly kneeling in the middle of the field in full view of students and attendees is not forcing religion down people's throats, but Disney, including LGBT representation in its movies and TV shows, is shoving an agenda down people's throats. Conservative hypocrisy at its best. Oh, All right, best let's ask. No, wait a ever. second. Let, let's ask EB a question. No. How many people is the coach reaching opposed to how many people Disney is reaching? It and I'll agree with matter. you. We'll cut that coach's right out oh. to do that if we also cut out Disney's right to do what it's doing. I see. So so it has to do with the volume of the perpetrator, the, the the amount of damage that's done, the amount of shoving down the throats that's done. So if I indoctrinate one student at the school as a teacher or coach, that's okay because I only did it to one student. What if I uh, sexually molest them? Well, it's just one student. No, I think things that are illegal are illegal. They're illegal. That's the way they it's are. It's not illegal. Oh, okay, well, it should be. All right, Dan, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, Mark and E.B., you are so wrong. (laughs) Religion is being taught in the school every day. They only allow today one religion. It's called secular, humanistic, uh, evolutionary, atheistic religion. That's the religion that's being taught in the public school system today and that is the only one they want to allow in they don't want to allow the creator god of heaven that made everything afoot right okay dan i get i sort of get that viewpoint i understand you know that that's how you uh, characterize evolution and so on but i remember very clearly in social studies classes in high school we had comparative religions where they talked about the uh, the hindu religion and buddhist and uh, christian religion jewish and how they were all done so i think that in as much as you say evolution is talked about and that's you might probably more likely find that in a science class rather than in a social studies class uh, comparative religion is talked about. Yeah, well, the, but if that was the case, they would have no problem with the school system that was in vogue when I was in school, where we had the Holy Bible we read from every day. We had the 23rd Psalm. And we used the and the so-called Lord's Prayer, 
we used all them, and we all read from the Bible. We all took turns every day. You uh, don't think that, that is don't happen anymore. You don't think that the is pub- the Lord, Dan? You don't think that is the Lord's prayer? You say it was so called. Well, it's a deeper. In other words, <laughs> it it's a prayer for the kingdom. As all I'm saying, but it's great to use it today. Well, I I agree with you. In 1961, when I graduated from high school, I'm dating myself, part of our program was the open with the Lord's Prayer and the Pledge of Allegiance. Amen. (laughs) Wasn't it a a (laughs) different time? It's totally different. Didn't hurt anybody. Didn't hurt anybody. We had Jewish kids in our class, and you know when they were, their turn to read the Bible came, they read the Old Testament. Our kids, uh, yeah. were Christians, read the That's New Testament. Yeah. If, if there was a Muslim and, student, they could read from the Quran. I don't know. We didn't have any Muslim students that I'm aware of back then in Harrisburg. By, yep. By the way, when I was in, I think it was eighth grade. It was my turn to read scripture, and I read. From the Old Testament, too. I read from Isaiah, which talks a lot about the birth of the coming Messiah and Savior of the world. So even though it's a Jewish tend to use all that, it still still talks about things that were going to happen in the future, which came to pass. And there's still things in Isaiah that are going to come to pass maybe very soon but eb and you mark there the whole system today in the school public school system is teaching all secularism all right no god no 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 god allowed (laughs) and that is a religion and in the book of proverbs it says the fool have said in his heart, no God, no, no, no God. So they are, they're labeled as a religion, the religion of the fool. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Dan. So, Van thank and you, Mark, sir. either Guys hang on or call back. Yeah, okay. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Van and Mark, either hang on or call back after the break. Sorry. Yeah, we'll we keep got you carried on hold. away here. Yep, we'll keep you on hold, but you can stand by. We'll we'll get to you right after the break instead of the news headlines. And uh, average caller today is about four or five minutes, so we're a little over our normal. So that's uh, Mark. You should be on the air within ten minutes. Uh, this is WKOK Sunbird. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe is here on the other side of the glass. Sam Tyler doing a fabulous job. And uh, let's see. Oh, and Karina Carr. Oh, Karina's over there, too. Yeah, oh, she's learning. Oh, my goodness. She's going to sing the national anthem on the 4th of July in Sunbury at the big celebration. That's a beautiful voice. I hear she, yeah, I hear she's quite the singer. I don't think I've heard her yet. So uh, I was going to join her, her for a talk. duet, but she heard me sing, and that was it. I've, I've heard like. her yell at me to get out of the way and stuff like that, but <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that kind of stuff yet. So. Is All right, her voice well, powerful continue. when she yells at you? <laughs> it's pretty motivating. <laughs> okay. All right. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our 
toll-free line is open. You can call us, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We do have some news headlines, and i got to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company vehicle in a moment, but we have some good callers standing by, starting out with Van from New Columbia, PA. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Good morning. A question for you, Mark. Did you ever hear of the national event called See You at the Pole? Yeah, on the front of the school district on the property, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, you can check it out. It's illegal. Students, it's a student-led organization. You know, it's student-initiated, student-led. Teachers can participate in it. It's obviously either before school or after school, not during the school hours, but it takes place on school property, and there's, it's perfectly legal within our laws. Mm-hmm. So is that bothersome to you? Um, I, I don't know. Oh, it must be, Van. Think he thinks that's ramming your religion down so. people's throats. Well, yeah, because the teachers are going to, the teachers that meet there are obviously, you know, cramming mm-hmm. the Bible or cramming the religion down the kid's throat. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know what, Ben, I had really thought about it. doesn't really bother me too much. I know it is volunteer students that are sort of the uh, perpetrators of it, so they get to do that if they want to. Uh, for some reason, that doesn't bother me, but I think a coach, since he's a mentor and is a leader and is somebody that uh, not only, you know, their coaching well, advice is well, important, but his yeah. mentor and things he says are important. That's why I think the coach shouldn't do well, it. Yeah, what do you do, though, is that the coach can also legally meet with the kids at the pole, so there would be no difference. Join no difference in with them. But I think there's a difference between joining and leading. Well, the guy was by himself. He wasn't leading anything. He was just doing something on his own. But as time and went on, he ended up leading. Well, it amazes me that, that certain things bother people so much. You know, the, the kids are they're growing up in this generation – compared to 60 years ago you can look and the morality of these kids is terrible so you to be quite frank and if you know young people today that's that's a fact the the promiscuity among our young people is, is unbelievable and the things that go on with the school shooting people wonder why this is well they took the bible out of school you can't teach these kids morality they have no moral basis and they do everything. If it feels good, they do it. Why don't the parents teach all these kind of things? I understand the school could be a part, too. I get that. And certainly it was. I believe that we're, we're to the point now that the parents of these kids have grown up without the Bible and prayer. Unlike, you know, with, with us that were old enough to remember when we had the Bible in school and prayer in school, that had an influence on you in school. But that influence has been taken away. And like Dan often brings up about secular humanism and the, the idea that, hey, if it feels good, do it. And there's no restraints on these kids. We're just living in a different time. Yeah, I think it's the role of the parents to teach that, not to school. And you have no. people of other religions, too, in school, so not everybody's a Christian. Uh, Joe says that when they used to pray Christian prayers in his school, uh, Jewish students would, what, pray something from the Old Testament, you're saying? When reading the Bible. Oh, I reading. don't know whether okay. they recited not the praying. Lord's Prayer or not, but I mean, nobody was offended by it. That's my right. point. The people didn't think they were ramming anything down somebody's throat. Right. It was just an expression of, of faith. Let me, let me ask you this, Mark. And I, I know <laughs> it's the parents' responsibility to raise kids, but, kids, but the societal influence 
is a big issue. Schools used to have a huge influence on the morality of students because the Bible was there. And because we lack that now, and to be quite frank, our schools have a lot more influence than a lot of parents do anymore with, with both parents working out of the home and the students involved in sports and stuff. There, A lot of kids spend a lot of time at the school, and their influence comes mainly from the school. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so, it's, the, so it's important way, that coaches don't it, shove things down students' throats then well, if that's well, their me, big influencer. Let me just finish the thought here. I, I know kids... And I, I know teachers that have told me they had students tell them, you know, to f off, to speak, to speak like that to to their teachers. And back when I was in school, no one would have ever thought to even say that to a teacher. Amen. <laughs> but that's that's commonplace now. That's in our schools right here. Drugs are in our schools. It, it's a mess in our schools. Well, and one kid said that in our school. Toothless Bob, we call him now. Because <laughs> the teacher nailed him. <laughs> Toothless Bob. Well, it's, it's a different world, and it's sad to say that, that because, you know, the religion of the day, we just, we're still in it, and it's going to soon end Pride Month. When when you see these flags flying, and that's not anything to be proud of. It ought, <laughs> they ought to be ashamed of it. And it's a very low percentage of people that are that way, but yet they shove that down people's throats. And now that's you your perception. That's not their intent. They're just showing you. You uh, you think it's shoving because you don't well, agree with it. Well, what would the difference be with religion? Just like you with religion, you can say that, but it, it goes back on you then. And I, I can tell you this too. I I feel a lot of hate from people like E. B. I can feel the hate oozing off of his text and his emails. I can feel the hate from Tom and Chris, and it's it's a <laughs> and that's that's just a fact. I mean, I, you can ask right. other well, colleagues I, I, they feel. Nobody's disputing it. All right, so thank you so much, Van. Explain Thanks to me the difference in. between, let, let's take the Pride Month thing. Explain mm-hmm. the difference to me between a, a, menace, or a, a coach kneeling on the field, praying, and a group of people who believe, have certain beliefs, and that they're trying to demonstrate those beliefs in public. What are you talking about? What? The LGBTQ people in Pride Month. I mean, well, they're I don't not see doing that difference. on school ground. There's no, but it doesn't matter. Rainbow the, flags the intent is the same. You know, you're saying that the they're that spreading the to... word, proselytizing, okay. showing, announcing. I'm just saying that the, this country was built on people being allowed to express their beliefs in public. Right, but you don't. Get and I don't to, have any problem with either one. Right, but you don't just get to on any school building and start to demonstrate whatever belief you happen to be. Well, I'm going to walk into the Sealands Grove Middle School this afternoon afternoon and start praying. You think going to have me thrown out? Uh, no, I don't think anybody's going to notice, <laughs> and you're going to walk on the freshly varnished floor, so you'll be in <laughs> trouble. So. All right, Mark, you're on the mark. Thanks, Thanks for hanging on. Yeah, it's been more than 10 minutes, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bad predictor. There's no argument there. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I'm going to go back to what you were talking about a little bit ago. These mass killers. Uh, do you remember Starkwell? Yeah, he was the one at the Texas Tower, wasn't he? Yeah, they made a movie out of Link, mm-hmm. but Pernell Roberts was in it, and and a few other people. Uh, Russell, uh, Kurt Russell might have been in it when he was real young. Uh, anyway, um, they did an autopsy on him, and he had abnormalities in his brain. Of course, he killed his mother before he started killing other people. But uh, I'm, I'm wondering, uh, are they doing autopsies on these mass killers? And if they are, why aren't we, uh, why aren't we getting that information? Good question. I don't have I'm the sure they do an autopsy if they've killed them. Some of them don't get killed. Most of them do. 
Well, I just wondered, uh, the autopsies, uh, the ones that are being done, uh, we should have that information public. Uh, usually you can access that, although things that are in the heart of an investigation sometimes stay private with the police for a while. But you probably could if you really wanted to, Mark, try well, to get it. Well, if know someone was shot by a police officer, it would seem like the cause of death is fairly obvious. The question, I think, the, victims. the question I think Mark is asking is, do they go beyond that? Do they check oh, to see check whether that, there was yeah. some abnormality that may have led to this? You know, Right, exactly what I'm saying, yes. I guarantee you somebody's probably looked into that. Well, we didn't get the information, right? Right. No, you're <laughs> no, there right. Was no I've, news I've never seen any news release on that. You've got a good brain. point, Mark. Okay, well, look into it and see what you can find, guys. Oh, we'll thank do. Thank you. Yeah, we'll do your work for you. Mark will get thank right you. on that. Yeah, i got to go, folks. See you later. All right, upper right-hand corner. Aren't you going to do the headlines? Uh, oh, sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, the headlines begin with an important message from the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, almost where find out more about them at sunburymotors.com. And uh, we want to tell you something very important about the Sunbury Motor Company is they have got a lifted-up, tricked-out Ford Bronco Badland down there. It's got 30-some-inch tires on it, about an 8-inch lift from the factory. No warranty voided by getting this Bronco lifted up. Still gets 18 miles to the gallon on average with 30-inch tires. Ultra-low gearing. has got this big stabilizer system that uh, keeps you as flat as possible when you're going two miles an hour in the off-road situations. It is 100% trail-ready, but it's got the longer wheelbase, so it can go down the highway satisfactorily. That's not a speciality. Still has the Ford Sync infotainment system, so you're going to be able to listen to that. And you're still talking, I, I don't know how much this one really has tricked out, but uh, they're always less than $50,000. The cheapest one's $30,000. And they get a star of reliability from Consumers Reports uh, for being reliable and a, a double up arrows for satisfaction. Customers love their Ford Bronco Badlands off-road trucks. So check it out. It's uh, at the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. They would just love to see you down there and chit-chat with you about uh, that particular truck at the Sunbury Motor Company. All right, we got open phones right now. We'd love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565. We're at the moment talking about this case where the U.S. Supreme Court said it is 100% okay for a coach after the game uh, on his, in a technical sense, on his own time and not specifically intending to lead students to have a prayer in the midfield of the high school football field after a football game and to have a prayer and kneel down and have a private prayer. We'll assume it's a Christian prayer, but the, the actually the specific nature doesn't matter. And uh, Supreme Court in its new conservatism says, yes, that's 100% okay. You can do that. So uh, that's what we're talking about. Lots of folks are saying, uh, talking about our society deteriorating and lack of prayer in school buildings is a reason for that. And at the same time, comparing any religion to the same as uh, gays or lesbians. It's just an anomaly in our society. So any religion that you study that's not Christianity or if you're gay, all of that's anomalous behavior. You should be a white Anglo-Saxon male Christian. That's all you should be. So no what's your saying that. Well, uh, I'm not saying that. Oh, Certainly uh, don't characterize me as saying that. Well, I just said I don't have any problem with any of it. You only have 10 minutes left on the show, so you better <laughs> clarify who you really are. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'd love to get your opinion about that. January Sixth Committee. One woman says one thing, the Secret Service agents say another. So uh, they say that the president didn't grab the steering wheel of the beast. So uh, we can talk about that. 
or maybe some other issue in your mind, call us now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Joe's going to be leaving shortly for a function that you'll be able to see on WKOK's Facebook page at 10 a.m. Actually, I think it starts at 10.30. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Just so people aren't looking at the Facebook page at 10, it starts at 10.30. You're really uh, (laughs) delaying things here. All right. Uh, We do have some very brief news headlines. Just trying to set you straight, which is pretty much a full-time job. (laughs) Right, for you. All right. Our telephone is ringing, so we got our first call coming in now. 1-800-795-9565. A 19-year-old Shemokin man was injured and flown to the hospital after a stabbing incident in Shemokin. Police say the victim flown to Geisinger. No condition report available. The police chief says they are looking for the perpetrator of that Shemokin (coughs) stabbing from last evening. A woman who put in 20 years as mayor and several other years serving the Lewisburg borough yesterday got a star in Lewisburg. Judy Wagner afterwards said. It's almost surreal because I'm a fourth generation Lewisburg family and I've trot up and down Market Street my whole life is I'm just so pleased that I was able to even serve my community. And I stand on the shoulders of some pretty amazing people who helped Lewisburg become what it is today. And the next generation is going to be even better. Uh, the only other individual with a star downtown was Harold Stiefel, Borough Development and Grants Manager Steve Beatty says the community simply wanted to do more to honor Wagner. Of course, I immediately said after I saw this, well, Joe's put in 50 years of public service. He's not even a star at his house, <laughs> let alone in the borough. The grandkids get all the attention now. All right, anyway, moving on. Correctional officer, officer shortage over the weekend led to a lockdown of the prison on Saturday and Sunday. The warden said because of lack of staff. They had to lock inmates in their cells much of the weekend. With abortion much once again being talked about, and states are now at liberty to restrict abortion as they see fit. Our correspondent David Payne says a lot of focus has been on adoption and the thousands of children available for adoption. On any given day, according to the Department of Human Services, an estimated 13,600 children in Pennsylvania are in foster care, with over 3,000 available for adoption. Those were among the topics discussed at the 30th Annual Pennsylvania Permanency Conference held this year in the Poconos. Acting DHS Secretary Meg Sneed says we must continue to support those who have worked tirelessly to achieve permanent connections for children and youth. In the last 20 years, there have been 53,000 successful adoptions in Pennsylvania. I'm David Payne, News Radio 1070 WKOK. And uh, finally, in the wake of the U.S. Supreme Court overturning uh, ruling, overturning Roe v. Wade, a Democratic New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez went on Stephen Colbert last night and even though Joe says she controls the president, apparently he isn't listening, so she asked the president to do some things. I believe that President Biden should entertain expansion of the Supreme Court. I believe that I believe that he should forcefully come out in ending the filibuster of the United States Senate. And the president says he doesn't support either of those. Good for him. In in what way is she handling the president? (laughs) Not too well. Putting pressure on him. Ah, I gotcha. All right, I got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. 
They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Upper right-hand corner, please. WRR says, does your listener really feel the hate from EB's posts? Or perhaps it is the manner that Joe reads these posts with emphasis and volume, followed by his argumentative comments. It appears EB knows exactly what buttons to push that Joe gets jacked up. Oh, wow. <laughs> How perceptive. WRR, you are. I read the punctuation just as I did with yours. Oh, and the caps. You even and yell somebody for the else caps. caps or somebody puts quotes in, I give it the emphasis. I'm a trained professional, you know. You should have the honor of reading this before we put Joe <laughs> Yeah, on. I like this one. Mark, I think you do a good job playing a liberal. You're not making any sense. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, how long have you been dealing with this? Oh, a long time. 20 years. Yeah, what the heck. Joe, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Oh, well, I want to, thanks for being on, but I do want to thank Eric for calling in and uh, reassuring me that I heard what I heard. Uh, them, you know, yesterday, I think Mark did say that he didn't think that Eric was a, a developmental psychologist, which I didn't quite understand how he described himself in that order. But he he did say he didn't like the uh, people being co- uh, titled or categorized with IST on the end of their name, such as communist or socialist. But uh, he he didn't like that. But of course, he there could be about, a, there could uh, be another one like happiest. Friendliest. Yeah, there you go. No, he won't. I don't know. That's what he said. I'm going to have to go with my memory on. uh, But he's a fast talkerist. I know that much. A little too fast for me. But I'll try and uh, cobble together some things that uh, he he did say that that uh, he used uh, a a euphemism for uh, calling him a calling uh, Kyle Rittenhouse a crazy kid so in the circles I travel I've heard that word but I didn't know what it meant so uh, I looked it up and that's uh, a, a, a phrase considered to make something less harsh so I would like to know what he was thinking Kyle Rittenhouse was so you know he used a euphemism I'd rather know what he really thought rather than toning it down and calling him a crazy kid that's what I get out of that so um, and he said he was, you know, I, I didn't quite understand some of the stuff. Uh, but what I don't he think did that do was, was di- I, Joe. I don't think that was a diagnosis. I think that was an opinion. Well, I think you can have an opinion if you're not a uh, psychologist. Well, who's he but talking about? But if you are about, a psychologist, no, it's about, a diagnosis. Uh, yeah, he's talking about. But Eric, anyhow, uh, about uh, what he did uh, during the conversation, which Joe didn't quite fall for, was he placed Kyle Rittenhouse in Shemokin Dam on a, I guess, an ordinary day in Shemokin Dam with a kid who was 17 at the time, and uh, 
with a AR semi-automatic, you know, rifle running around Schmokin Dam. So Eric is trying, but Joe didn't really fall for it, and I, I appreciate that. But you didn't really, you know, put it in place where Kyle Rittenhouse was not in Schmokin Dam that day, and there were people chasing him with intent to do uh, bodily harm in Kyle Rittenhouse in a matter of uh, uh, seconds, or you know, he had to make split decisions to uh, what he did with. Uh, defending himself and it did uh, cause the death of two or one severely wounded maybe two two dead and one severely wounded i don't quite remember the all the details but uh, i want anyway yeah so uh, yeah but then on to uh yesterday i did ask uh christians who uh are who support pro-life or pro or i mean excuse me Christians who are pro-choice to give me a, a reason why they don't take Exodus 21, chapter 21, 22 through 25, because I can be persuaded if you tell me why that's in the Bible and it shouldn't be considered in your uh, belief, right? It, it is, old, obviously, Old Testament, but uh, I know I haven't heard uh, I, the, the show's not over yet, but I just don't understand how you can be pro-choice and believe, I mean, I'm not believing that part of the Bible, okay? I, I, I'm not sure I know how to but uh, word that. But anyhow, uh, you're moving on to uh, some of the court cases that are, are handed down, but what I want to mention is, uh, it's not getting much air time, is that basically that uh, money follows the child in uh, their school education, right? You've heard this one? Right. Should follow the child. That's the it argument. Should, but doesn't. Oh, vouchers and that are, I think it was in Massachusetts. I, I didn't get a lot a chance to read, but I know it wasn't mentioned, but in, I think it was Massachusetts where they brought, uh, you know, the case or, or origin uh, that now the, that they weren't allowing in the state for religious schools to be funded like uh, charter schools so it went to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court said yes the money can follow the child so that looks like a, a positive thing for uh, the education of children in the United States that tax money uh, can follow the child all right we got you. So that thank one you I, so much if, you, if we've even heard of that one I know the other ones are uh, much bigger news and uh, I oh I want to comment quickly on the <laughs> very of, quickly uh, Okay, the, time. the Secret Service that are, you know, contradicting the testimony of the young woman uh, yesterday that gave testimony about in the car and all that stuff, because they already have the testimony of those two people, the two men, so I hope they have an emergency uh, committee meeting and aired on TV to have their... Uh, Testimony heard also. <laughs> Guess I don't what? think they'll call them. I don't think so, Joe. <laughs> I wouldn't look for that. No. Uh, don't uh, hold your breath. And I give Dan credit if he has actually listened to all that crap. I can give him credit because that that is totally worthless. It, it, that that committee hearing is all right, we useless. Gotta go. <laughs> I watched so a little much. yesterday. Thank you. Uh, thank, thank, thank you. Sorry, you, sorry. we sorry. have to leave. Are you okay, buddy? Yes. All right, Joe's going to go, uh, but uh, he's going to head off to a public event, or no, private event, I guess, so we'll talk about it tomorrow, And uh, but he's going to be on WKOK's Facebook Live at 10.30 this morning. All right, Eric, stand by. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe has left the building. So for a few minutes here until the end of the show, I get to anchor. So we're going to need good conservatives to call in and set me straight. So I play a bad liberal on the radio and would love to hear from everybody today. Uh, you can call us now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Talked a little bit about the U.S. Supreme Court ruling that relates to the uh, Texas coach that was very interested in continuing to do a prayer after school. Interesting question is, will he be rehired by the district? Maybe that will have to be resolved at the local level. But the U.S. Supreme Court says that uh, he was in the right when he was doing a religious prayer on the uh, praying of some type in after the game. And uh, I say that's an inappropriate use. But for some reason, uh, see you at the poll doesn't bug me. Maybe because it's so student-oriented that uh, that was happening. Uh, and at the same time, we have talked uh, about sort of the deterioration of our schools and lives and so on. One of our good listeners on the topic of endorsing religion in school says, Mark, I had the same classes in high school. They didn't teach us religions. They taught us about religions. We weren't expected to do or to believe anything we were taught. We just learned what others believe, says Charlie. On the topic of Pride Month, one of our listeners says, kids committing suicide because they are gay. Why? Because of the hate they receive from their parents, not accepting them, and society not accepting them, says Bob. He also says, Pride Month is not a religion. It's for gays to show they're proud of and not ashamed of who they really are, says Bob. Eric, you get another 60 seconds. Thanks for calling in. Go right ahead. I will speak slow so that I am understood by everybody. (laughs) I am not, not N-O-T, a psychologist. I never portrayed myself as a psychologist, a clinical person who can make determinations for people. I am, however, a educated and knowledgeable due to my uh, 34 years in my career with the Commonwealth, knowledgeable about developmental psychology and the development of the human brain. And thank you for the previous caller for help make my points. No 17-year-old should be allowed access to a AR-57, whatever it's called, to, to go do that. And we never did find out how he got that gun, did we? Do we think his parents had gave it to him and said, yes, this is a good idea, Kyle, go up and defend. Pretend you are a police officer. Pretend just like you do on your webpage. Even though you've dropped out of high school, Kyle, and you can never be a police officer, please take this up and act like you are. Do as you say, patrol the areas. And then certainly expect, Kyle, that nobody who's protesting and sees someone with an automatic rifle amongst all this chaos would perhaps attempt to disarm you, because as a kid, you are very concerning holding such a weapon. Semi-automatic. As to the other caller, and I'll be very brief now, I'll talk fast. Yes, they do perform autopsies on anyone who is killed by a police action. They have to in order to protect the police, okay? They have to, as a matter of court, know what killed that person. So yes, there were autopsies done on any of these kids who did these crimes who were killed by the police or killed themselves. And if there had been any brain abnormality, it would have come out. My point is there is no brain abnormality. It is a normal developmental process that the brain is not able to make 
as complex decision as someone older. The brain is still right. plastic at that time. Time's up. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Thanks for calling in. Let's see. On the topic of uh, religiosity kneeling on the uh, field, one of our listeners says, by the way, I was told by conservatives that kneeling on the football field to protect racial injustice was indefensible sin. But kneeling on the football field to shove your religion down somebody's throat is apparently okay. <laughs> Good point. All right, that's an unsigned email, but we'll take many uh, more of them. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can call us now uh, if you're on either side of these uh, big issues. Talked about the prayer issue. Also talked about uh, the testimony yesterday from a woman who said that uh, President Trump grabbed the steering wheel of the beast and also, I believe, even grabbed the uh, Secret Service agent that was his main protector and was supposed to follow uh, him around. But uh, another individual, CNN anyway, reporting, and Joe talked about this, that the uh, Secret Service officers will testify if summoned that they did not, that that did not happen. So um, I guess it's their word, Secret Service agents. I believe they're thought to be pretty darn credible versus the uh, young woman's testimony. So I think that's where we're we're at on that particular issue. Uh, As Joe said, I think some of the other things seem pretty plausible, you know, plausible breaking dishes and throwing things at the wall and so on at the White House. That seems like that sort of fits his character a little bit, but I guess there's no corroborating evidence on that either. And it's funny because up to now there'd been a, 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 probably a dozen books written about President Trump and some of his worst behavior in the White House, but I don't remember the smashing of dishes being part of it. I know Anonymous didn't mention that because I read that one, but uh, maybe Bob Woodward or one of the other books did mention that. Another uh, one of our listeners says, again, freedom of religion, not freedom from religion. And you're right, Mark. School property is dedicated for one thing, indoctrination is what it's really for. And another one says, apparently Eric wants to pretend only a skateboard was swung at Kyle Rittenhouse. But in fact, there's video of him uh, with a man charging him with a handgun. Must be uninformed, says our listener. So we got another long email about the bombshells, but uh, we'll take our callers again. Joe, did you call earlier today? Yes, I am okay. down to the minute response. Uh, well, but our minutes, our minutes have turned into two minutes, so you get two minutes. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, so this is a response to uh, Eric, the U-N-R-E-A-D, <clears throat> the unread, because he wondered about uh, the gun that Kyle Rittenhouse got as a 17-year-old. And uh, there was a charge against uh, a young man, a friend of Kyle, named Dominic uh, Black, if he... Uh, I, I, I can't believe it. Well, he must have not watched the trial because that was part of it. But uh, he must not read read anything afterwards either, because uh, Black was charged with uh, two charge two felonies, and he plea bargained down. They were gonna they were gonna take him to you know try him for the for what he did. Him and Rittenhouse had a plan where Kyle Rittenhouse bought the gave Black the money for the gun, and then Black kind of gave access to it. Right, and let me, let me stop you here and kind of right. get to the chase. Uh, obviously, the jury had access to absolutely everything we know, every motivation, every fact, and acquitted him. So, uh, I know we well, all know. Eric says he's he's the red. I mean, I, he, uh, 
I mean, I'm only responding to that, not exactly what, but he's, I'm responding to how he uh, portrays himself as something, and then he says something as uninformed okay. as he doesn't know how Kyle Rittenhouse got the gun, and okay. that's the whole thing that he's talking about. No. I, and I don't, I don't, I'm just trying to... Maybe he doesn't know every detail about everything in the world. Well, it's no, but then he shouldn't talk <laughs> as if he does, oh, okay. all right? I don't mind that either. I, I okay. agree 100%, because I, I'm not talking uh, specifically about the money following the child, because I didn't even get to read uh, part of the, you know, what the Supreme Court rule, but it's basically, right, you, a, you know, putting it in one sentence if somebody can... Uh, all right. We got you, you know. Joe. Thank you so much for calling Call in. in but, uh, Thank you, sir. Nope, right, we got to uh, go. Thank you. <laughs> See you, buddy. All right. Tom is next from Shemokin, PA. Thank you for calling in, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, I don't know how many protesters uh, who are against the uh, religious prayer in in any uh, capacity, whether it's at a school event or the like, but uh, I'm sure many of those same people played a sport in their life. And when someone is injured, whether it's on a, a high school, college, uh, you know, little league, uh, pro level, and gentlemen and ladies kneel down and pray because someone's seriously injured, I don't think they want them to stop doing that. Uh, but when they see one individual who is expressing his faith uh, in a simple matter, uh, they complain. It, it, and maybe it makes that's no the, sense. You know, Tom, I think you're on to something there. Is what's the even though the coach is a mentor and his intent was not to get others involved, they just happened to get involved. But he didn't say, "Okay, everybody out in the field, it's time for the post game prayer." You know, so I think you're you're at the heart of something. Is that they're all we know there's already incidental kneeling and praying happening, and this was just another one. He didn't intend for it to be anything bigger than. Like you're talking about this prayer that you see, or a kneel that might relate to uh, uh, an injured player. Something good. He just wants something good to happen. Whether it's you know both sides come out of this you know safe, or or whether his team wins, whatever it is, it's nothing harmful. And uh, I, I, I can't understand people's you know objection to it. But and many of them, I'm sure, have been in this situation. To be prayed for. Well, yeah, that's true. That's sort of human nature, to be in trouble one way or another, health-wise or otherwise. All right, Tom, right. thank, thank you, you so much. much. All right, you betcha. Uh, Mark from Watsontown, PA. Thank you for calling in, sir. Good to hear from you. I just talked to you a little bit ago. Oh, it's you <laughs> I, again. I'm making a rebuttal here. Uh, Starkwell's uh, did have a brain abnormality, and it did affect his reasoning. And uh, we ought to make sure that some of these kids... Uh, if they have drug uh, uses, uh, they should uh, not be able to purchase a gun until they're 21. And uh, I believe in a waiting period, too. You get, get the gun and, and go back in three or four days and pick it up. Uh, I just don't understand why the rush to just give the gun out the door. So uh, what do you, what's your th thoughts? Well, should a juvenile record count the same as an adult record? If you're a juvenile charged with burglary, most of those are graded, or they can be graded as a felony. Uh, if you have, or, or you know, whatever the penalty could be for that, is, th is should you be able to get a gun? That's a convicted, you know, the way that the feds do it is they say if a crime that you were convicted of or charged with, you could even just being charged is sufficient, uh, if it has a um, penalty of 
a year or more or something like that. I forget the exact one. Stan gave us the federal firearm for me to refer to. But in any event, uh, should that apply to juveniles, too? If a kid was burgling every house in the neighborhood and spent some time in juvie hall, as they say, uh, and was eligible for that long sentence, should that just carry into adulthood? And in the open, why does it have to be private? Why do we protect? Exactly. Why do we protect I, uh, kids' names anyway? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't. I'm, I'm very uh, leery of these red flag laws, though, because they could be abused. So uh, I think we ought to consider uh, going slow on this. But if I purchase a gun, I'm quite willing to go back three days and uh, later and pick it up. So I, I think we used to have that, didn't we? Yes, absolutely. There were waiting periods uh, for a time, but when they started up the PICS-NICS system, these instant checks, they didn't need the waiting period because there was no investigation that was underway. It was just checking the system that's supposedly pretty current all the time. Well, it's good talking to you. Have a good thank day. You. Yeah, thank you, Mark. All right. Callers, stand by. We will be right back. we got two callers ready, and I'm going to hit the break, and then we'll come right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. Last two callers of the show are standing by, so we will start out with Chris. Good morning, Chris. You're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Go right ahead. Uh, go ahead. There you go. Sorry, uh, it's my fault. Yeah, well, first of all, some minor mistakes. Uh, it was the limousine and not the beast. The presidential oh, okay. vehicle. The Beast, uh, I think she did say it was the Beast, or was told it was the Beast, but that apparently has way too much uh, equipment to reach the steering wheel from the passenger seat there. Oh, I always envisioned I, he was outside the vehicle. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, but I think he was outside the vehicle, If and, and maybe you know better than I do. It's, no, they were inside the vehicle when this supposedly happened, and there is film of the limousine actually stopping after it starts and then starting up again Okay. at that particular time. But that's uh, whether he reached the steering wheel or not and isn't really too important one way or another as far as I'm concerned. The Texas shooter was, I think you're talking about, is Charles Whitman, not uh, with the tumor in the Texas Tower. I don't think that's Darkwell. Okay, regardless. But, yeah, regardless. And... Uh, uh, the coach had already uh, tried locker room prayer, I believe, at one time, and got told not to do that. And he did get told about praying on the football field not to do that. And apparently I can see why uh, he won that part of the case. But after that, 
he started making it public, announcing it public, inviting public figures to it. So it's not like uh, any sort of spontaneous thing. He was told by God to go out and do that after every game, I guess, and invite other people to join him. And Chris, one of our listeners sent And that, that's where Chris. it gets into the... Chris, one of our listeners. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah Chris, way. one of our listeners sends a text and says the CU at the poll is student initiated and student led, and that's yeah, why it's CU been. CU at the poll. I looked it up. I wasn't familiar with it, although it did ring a distant bell, so I think I had heard a mention of it at least. Yes, it's supposedly student run. <laughs> Teachers and other people show up. You sound skeptical. It was first thought of and organized by students. That's true. Whether they had uh, adult advisors or teacher advisors doing it, I'm not sure. And in any individual school, that would be different. So you'd have to go case by case whether the teachers are pushing this or not. If the students are doing it, it's fine, apparently. And I, I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, and I think one of our listeners uh, who sent the text says it's also been tried in lower courts and has been upheld that it's permitted activity on the school district because it's just considered another student activity. If they were playing soccer someplace else, that would be permitted too. Yeah, as long as the the teachers or the principals or the school officials aren't the ones pushing it and don't push it in any way, then then it's fine. The teachers start pushing it, then it's not. I, I kind of agree with that. All right. What else? <laughs> uh, the, it, it, looks, it looks to me like the people in the Willard Hotel, I believe it is, which in, includes people like Roger Stone and uh, the financier who, uh, is being, who's refusing to testify, and Meadows were involved with that, they don't have the president's connection there, but he's been at the nexus of everything. But they were the ones that were involved with the Proud Boys organizing and the Oath Keepers. And whether they uh, have somebody who's going to actually talk about that, that seems to be a private thing that was kept set separate from uh, the general staff. They knew, knew it existed to some extent. But that seems to be where the real organizing for the with the Proud Boys came in, and that was people like Stone and and whatnot who were refusing to testify. And how much did the president endorse and orchestrate? Well, he's, he orchestrated the whole thing so far. We don't know about the Proud. What evidence they have that he 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 was doing the Proud Boys, and but Stone and those guys. All, and Flynn were talking to him all the time, so they were either doing it behind the president's back, which seems pretty unlikely. It's plausible, maybe, just barely. And uh, I think that's, 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 that's where it is right now as far as the information they've produced. Okay, well, we got another caller, if you can Okay, start have to... fun with them. All right, thank you, Chris. Yeah, thanks a lot uh, for calling in. Mike, you are going to be the last caller of the day. Go right ahead. You know, I, I love listening to this, uh, what I hear of the January 6th stuff, and I love to hear all the Biden supporters preach about the truth, when in reality these people are the same people that said uh, Russiagate was a hoax and the dossier was real, all proven to be false, 
Hunter Biden's laptop and 51 officials said that was all Russian disinformation. And now it's turning out to be true. So, you know, it's almost like lies are the new truth to these people. But off of that now. I think, I President, Trump, about, I think President Trump started the post-truth era. Well, that, that may be your comeback to my statement, but it doesn't discredit the fact that we had people continually uh, saying that the laptop was Russian disinformation, when in reality it was true, and we have now found out that the dossier was fake. Okay? That's so my point. I'll leave it at that. Everybody's adopted firmly held myths. Okay, so everybody lies, just like I said. Lies are the new truth. Now... As far as the headline that I just read today, and I guess I'm a day or two behind on that, 51 migrants were found dead in a tractor trailer in San Antonio. Is that correct? Uh, is that what the news is? Pretty close. I wouldn't say I followed the number exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, I did hear one number that was different. But in any case, 50. 50 people dead. Migrants in San Antonio. Now, what happened? Did they come across the border and get asylum and then hop in the back of this tractor-trailer truck and die, or did they sneak across the border in a tractor-trailer truck and die? Do not know. Well, I would assume that since it probably came from Mexico, they snuck across. So they weren't really migrants. They were illegal aliens. But I checked. Everything that I read said migrants died. So basically, illegal aliens are now the new migrants that must be the term that's being used for illegal aliens now so what's the difference you have, well the, the difference is one is lawless and two is not like a lies are the new right. truth migrant could have, have a good permission. day gotcha yeah thank you so much sir all right well tomorrow we're going to dedicate the show to truth and only truth. That's what we'll try to do. Joe will be back. We'll hear what he's covering. He says it's going to be Facebook Live on WKOK's Facebook page at 10.30 this morning. So if you want to see whatever he's up to, uh, that will be in plain sight. You're listening to On the Mark on WKOK Sunbury.